0: That's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango, when
1: it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo, and always bashing on Nintendo, but that's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango, thanks Retro Fandango. Whoa! Look at you, right on time. Mm -hmm. Boom. On the dot. Wow. I waited too. Did you? I could have Why? signed in 5 minutes ago, but I waited. Why? I was sitting here just waiting. I had to get a cup of tea. Oh. Good. Hey, I did read the comments in the forum though. Did you? Like before the show? Well, I mean, as soon as I saw your message about it. Oh. And I am lounging for this one. I'm laying back. Well, you got uh, a lot of space behind you now. You took out all
0: those shells. Yeah, you can just lie, yeah, lie I right by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> still a whole bunch of junk on the floor, but in process. Getting
0: there. You ready to go? Want to do the show? Yeah. All right. Well, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can, I hear, can you. hear you. I can hear you. Everything's working. We're recording. looks like the audio levels are okay. Let's do this thing. Episode 82. This will be a good old-fashioned dump on reboots. I was looking at our uh, lineup here. we got a lot of reboot
1: talk. Well, and I wouldn't say it's really, dumb. well, I suppose it's going to turn that direction, it's I was just nice. astonished at the, the number of titles and things yeah. I didn't know were being considered.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know, I'm going to be doing a lot of dumping because I'm not impressed.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about
0: episode 81 before we get into 82. Let's uh, talk about them comments that we got in the forums for 81. And uh, we got, what the heck was that episode about?
1: Oh, the Berry Game, uh, Game Exchange. Game Exchange recap. Right. That's um, right. Yeah, we did the bulk of it.
0: We did our episodes so long ago because we were so early and on the ball. You know, there's still some episodes <laughs> that are still talking about it, but we were done a long time ago. But uh, we got a lot of comments on the forums, just so many. I checked out some Poser podcasts there on the forums and uh, not a lot of comments on their Berry Game Exchange uh, recap. I guess uh, we made the right call Let's there.
1: Let's talk about old news.
0: Yeah. Guess we made the right call there, beating them to the punch. Um, okay, so yeah, I looked into Discord uh, to refresh my memory of what that is, uh, and Musty wrote us a uh, a little comment there too. But um, what it is, it's, it's basically, you know, the message in Twitter. You know, like the messaging, instant yep. messaging in Twitter. It's basically that. Except it's open to everyone. Everyone can read it, and everyone can add to the conversation.
1: Yeah. So there's like a. Is it um? Do you, do you guys have line? Is that a thing over there? Never heard of it. I guess it's uh, popular here. It's it sounds just like that, where you get a bunch of people. Uh, everybody who's in that group can access the conversation. They all see it like real time when everything pops up.
0: Yeah but it's not good it's not good for me to go on there because then I see how everyone disagrees with me on everything and it makes me mental so <laughs> and I have to correct people and you know all that stuff so I, I got I best best for me to stay away from there just stick to the forums are you okay?
1: yeah I got a headache oh great <laughs> this should be a good episode then <laughs> tired I've been up I haven't slept a lot in the past couple of days oh <sighs> Is it anxiety again? No, it's just uh, busy busy with uh-huh. stuff I, I didn't even um, I didn't even mention that one. my, my train station burned down yesterday. What? <laughs> yeah my local uh, train station it's just a couple minutes from here and it's super small when you think a train station it's not this big you know massive station. it's just one tiny little stop. Uh, it, it was basically just, a imagine a bench with a cover around it. That's the train station.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: It was more like a bus stop Yeah. waiting thing. But anyway, it was just really old rickety wooden thing and it was falling apart. And, you know, at certain times you wouldn't even want to sit in there. You think you might catch something, but, uh, it was a nice old thing and something happened. I don't know if somebody tossed a cigarette butt or somebody was messing around on purpose, but, all these sirens started going off the other day, and I was wondering what was going on. Eventually, we find out the train station burnt down, which is the one I, I use when I go to work. So this morning, I went there and found the charred remains of it. Mm-hmm. So, Are
0: you still able to get on? Stuff like that. Were you still <laughs> able to get on the train there? You
1: yeah, don't have the to go train's running fine. It's right. just the, the little waiting spot is no more. Hmm. I got a picture of it. I'll tweet it out later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, go on with uh, the Discord.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, I'm sorry to hear about your train station.
1: Um, I'll miss it. Yeah, we just got some other
0: comments. Self-destructo. Um, just wanted to add his two cents in about interacting on the forums and how he prefers it over... The, and the phone. The phone is the big thing about the Discord. That was his point. Like the, um, it, It's it's more of a phone thing, right? You type on your phone and, and instead of like... You you can get access to the forums on your phone, but it's cumbersome. You got to go through the web browser or through the Cartridge Club app, and it's just more designed to interact with the phone. So that's the other big thing.
1: So people are lazy. That's,
0: yeah, that's you get. pretty much. Well, the phone's just convenient. You're just sitting there and you can talk back and forth instead of having to sit at a computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eric is je- jealous of my sealed uh, Star Raiders, which I haven't uh, opened yet. I should, though, soon.
1: Uh. Eric, oh, I got to point this out, though. Eric, you're getting a little sloppy in the forums. Oh? I was disappointed. Well, Eric is um, – I got Eric up on a pedestal. <laughs> Who doesn't? Everybody, you know, we – the way we all communicate with the Twitter and all that, mm. we do it fast. We're not always checking our spelling and our grammar and all that. But Eric is on point. Every time he sits down to write something, the man is a professional. He writes everything the way it should be. He checks himself. I'm sure he's uh, well thought out. He's yeah, he's very well thought out. He, he's he's on the ball. Uh, this comment though, there's one sentence here. Uh, he's talking about Arrested Development and how they had recut the episodes. Oh and yeah. He writes they did go from like 15 to 22 episodes. And that like is just <laughs> – it's like a big neon sign in the middle of a sentence, and I can't help but picture him as a little valley girl uh, writing that. <laughs> oh, uh, if he was a valley like girl, he'd,
0: he'd have to you add – he'd, he'd have to add like 20 times if he was a valley girl.
1: Exa- oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but that is something that we say uh, you know, in talking casually, but you definitely should not write something like that. So. Uh, I don't know. Let me down, Eric.
0: Well, he does make up a good point, though, about Arrested Development and them cutting down the episode. So they're probably gearing it up for syndication at some point. You got to sell that show off and
1: uh, make some uh, extra bank on
0: it. So, Should
1: I talk about my Arrested Development stuff
0: now? Uh, let me just get to Diego's comment, and then we can just go wild uh, so we can okay. close this segment. Um uh, oh yeah, he agreed with me about the uh, about my. No no no, com- no 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 no. What? No. I'm not Before allowed to say he that. he agreed
1: with you, yeah. he agreed with me. <sighs> Very first thing you wrote, I'm with Vox, and that's all you need to read right there.
0: I'm with Vox. How about we don't care about everything? Finding a form to be a perfect amount of interaction for me. I don't. What the? We we weren't we on the same page for that? Did we disagree about uh, that? It doesn't matter. He's complimenting me. Okay. Anyways, he he agrees with me about my um, uh, critique of the Switch, and he has the same problem with the uh, Joy-Cons and the thumbsticks and all that. It's amazing. Before I had this thing, everybody had nothing but great things to say about it and how I should get one. Now that I am uh, suffering with the rest of them, it's like, yeah, yeah, it it doesn't do everything that it's supposed to do, and it's not that great. So Eh, it's interesting how that happens. That's all. That's all. That's once you're on the
1: inside, you mm-hmm. get some facts.
0: Yeah, it's Misery Loves Company. That's that's
1: the same. How are you enjoying that Switch? You got anything new for it? No,
0: I downloaded a couple of demos. The Octopath Traveler, and I downloaded the Kirby game, all- All-Star Allies or something like that. And I haven't touched either of them. I, I go on it once in a while to try and uh, get some more moons in Mario, but that's about it. Um, I've been focused on another game, um, which I guess we could talk about. I've been playing, um, God of War, the first God of War. Yep. Um, I think you you played it not too long ago, right? On the PS2?
1: I yeah, was... I was, I was, uh, lukewarm on it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that game going back and playing it. Because the new one came out and I looked at my backlog and I had about six God of War games. Um, already you know so like why am i getting this why would i get this new game if i still have like six more to play because there's the three and then there's the two that came out on the psp and then there's one and then god of war 3 got a remaster so i have six i have six games in the backlog and i played one and two a long time ago on the ps2 but i i got them on the ps3 so i don't know i went back and I, i played that first one and i really enjoyed it kratos doesn't talk too much so he's not as annoying as he becomes in the later games and um he's still like, like he's still cheesy like he's a really cheesy character but it's funny how that game spoiler alert for a, a game that's about almost 20 years old now or i guess 15 years old um it um like that that story that first story in the game like they really kind of shot themselves in the foot by wrapping it up like kratos's story is done there's nothing left for him to do at the end of that hmm. And they just kind of... Very true, yeah. Like, you know, he he gets his redemption. He gets the guy who screwed him over and, and killed his wife and daughter in a way. Like, tricked him into killing his wife and daughter. And uh, he becomes the new God of War. It's like, really,
1: what is there left to say? Well, it's a one and done, right? They Didn't yeah. know if it was going to be a big hit. I, well. They set up... I, I guess they were banking on it. That was their... That's their IP, right? It's, it's funny. original?
0: It's funny because they set up um, in one of the extras uh they set up that his brother like his brother's story and how kratos screwed over his brother in the past and it looked like they were going to set up the next game um as like to take his brother's story and then i guess at some point you would fight kratos or whatever but um they <laughs> i don't know i guess they decided that kratos was too popular of a character to push him off to the side for a second game and Decided to make him the focal point for the for the next game.
1: He was making money. Yeah. yeah. So what happens in the second game?
0: I don't really remember. I remember he was after Zeus this time. He was angry at Zeus, and I, I remember the, the second game, he's at the end of it. He's climbing the the uh, Mount Olympus to get to Zeus, mm-hmm. and at the beginning of the third game, Zeus just kind of knocks him off the mountain. And you're you gotta go through the whole thing again. It's it the third game is like playing the second game all over again. It's a different area, like different area, different monsters, different but in terms of yes, in terms of story, it's the same thing. You almost got to Zeus and it ends on a cliffhanger where you almost get to Zeus and then the, the second game guess what? Zeus
1: knocks you off the mountain, you gotta go back up and find a way to him again. Well, you just made me not want to play that game. I still got it on the shelf, and I was wondering uh, when I was going to get to it. I got a real problem with the story in those games. But the gameplay, you know, it it,
0: it, it has been consistently good, you know? A little on the easy that's side for a hack for, slash
1: game. That's what got me on it, though, because I, I, I don't know. I'm not very good at those hack and slash games where you got to remember all the different combos and... You know, it's, it makes sense. You got your light attacks, you got your heavy attacks and all that, and you, you learn new things. But I swear there were parts of the game where I was using, I was getting like the newest, most uh, powerful moves, and I would just be using them over and over and over. And it felt like they were just completely ineffective. So I would just finally find the like two or three moves yeah. that worked best for me and yeah. just do those. And it, I don't know. It sucked the fun out of it for me.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm- yeah, pretty much in the same boat for those games. Um, you find like you need your attack for the standard enemies, your attack for the bigger enemies. The one like the guys with the shields, you got a special attack to get get rid of their right, shields, you break
1: the shield. Yeah. It, yeah,
0: and it's pretty much yeah the same thing. But but I don't know. I still uh, played it, enjoyed it. I got the platinum trophy because I'm a real gamer. Real gamers get platinum trophies. Which meant, which meant I had to play through the game again. But it was it was kind of fun playing through it again because if you play through the challenge mode, you unlock um uh, different costumes, and this one costume gave you unlimited magic. So then you can run through the game like you can run through the game under so many hours, like it it took you no time at all to get through it. And uh, the one costume that gives you unlimited magic is uh, a cow suit. And instead of, uh, yeah, he wears like this giant cow suit with these big (laughs) udders on him. And instead of uh, the blades, he's got these big milk jugs at the end of
1: chains. (laughs) Okay. It's
0: really goofy looking.
1: But it was fun. It was
0: fun. That does sound cool.
1: I I played a game that's uh, about 15 years old or something like that. What game did you play? Ah, something called Halo Combat Evolved.
0: Oh, yeah. How, was that the first time playing it? or?
1: No, I played it uh, before, and I didn't play it when it first came out. Maybe it was about 10 years after it came out, but long enough that it, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I remembered enjoying it. I think it was probably the first FPS that I played on a console, you know, because uh, I played things like Doom and Wolfenstein before that. But this might have been the first... Real first-person shooter that I got into and played beginning to end. What about Goldeneye
0: on the sixty-four?
1: I never got into that. No, I tried out a couple levels. Right. I didn't have a sixty-four back then, so mm. I've only played it, you know, in recent years. And yeah, it doesn't hold I don't know. out. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you have to have experienced it back then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I remembered enjoying it and I had a good time with it. Um, I put it on because of course it's on that xbox so i just put it in and played through a little bit of it that game has not aged well visually um and just in terms of the gameplay i found it very very mediocre it nothing had any impact uh it didn't seem to be too much strategy necessary it was just kind of just run and shoot run and shoot i hate the moon jump uh i kept First of all, they did not put the reload button where I feel it should be. So every time I go to reload my weapon, I end up jumping. <laughs> and uh, I don't I don't I don't think first person shooters really need jumping mechanics, you know? I I think anytime that you need to jump, it just feels awkward in an FPS for mm. me. Yeah. For the ones where you just go down your set path. Um And, yeah, the moon jump, it just—it takes forever. So you hit that and you just glide it up in the air and then slowly come down. It's real awkward. And I just got bored, honestly. I I probably paid through uh, half of the first level and I was just really, really bored with it. Mm. So I put it down and I thought maybe it's better on the anniversary edition because I got that on the 360. And I was waiting for a chance to play it, so... I put that in. Figured, let me see if it's a little bit better. Uh, and that disc was just skipping, so I couldn't get it on. Oh, some problem with the disc. It says it's dirty. Got to clean it. Tried it a couple times. wasn't working. So I, I might be done with Halo. If I can't get that disc to work, I might just be done with the entire series because that's what happened to me with uh, Call of Duty. I just got kind of bored with them in general and got rid of them all. So I might be done on Halo.
0: Yeah, I, I've I've been lukewarm with the Halo series. It hasn't been my favorite series. The one I enjoyed the most was Reach, Halo Reach, and then I know you like like the um um uh, the one with the team. Odst, yeah Odst.
1: I did like that the first time I played it, and then I tried going back to it, but uh, it didn't work for me. Yeah, I didn't really care for two having to switch back and forth with the character. Yeah, I didn't um, like that either. The ending was <clears> lame, <throat> and three I can't even remember, and I think that's where I stopped.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy three at all either. The it, there was co-op in that game, and I remember a buddy of mine and I were playing through it, and it just felt the co-op just felt wedged into that game. But hmm. um, I did pl- I did play a little bit of Halo uh, because I when I got my Xbox. Um, one, the, when I fir- got the first one, it came with, um, the Master Chief, uh, collection. So I put that mm. in because it's, it was the Cartridge Club game of the month and it, it was my third, third or fourth time playing it because I played it on the original Xbox. I borrowed it from Bill back in the day, actually. Mm. I borrowed one and two from him and I played through those on the original Xbox and I played through it on the PC and I played the, uh, champion or, anniversary edition on 360 just a few years ago and going back and playing it again for the third or fourth time was just kind of yeah I wasn't doing it for me either
1: mm. you
0: know i'd, I'd really i'm, I'm kind of interested in listening to this this new episode of the cartridge club uh podcast because if it seems to me like the people that go on about halo they like what's the big deal about halo what makes this game stand out Amongst all the first other first-person shooters, and they, the answer I always hear is that it's revolutionary. It took first-person shooters to the next level, but I never really hear the explanation of how. They go on about only having two weapons, regenerating shields, but are those really the things that first-person shooters adopted from that? Mm. I, how how many games? Really did only have two weapons after that. Like, that stuck to Halo's format. I mean, it's a format, it's something that works in Halo games, but I don't really see a lot of other first person shooters where you only have two weapons versus, you know, like the Doom and Duke Nukem style where you would have three or four or five, you know?
1: Didn't they do that with the Duke Nukem Forever? They limit him to just having two weapons,
0: I don't remember, but that wasn't a good game, <laughs> yeah, but like how sure. did it
1: take like forget that
0: you know, and then the whole regenerating health regenerating shields i mean to to me, that was more of a call of duty thing, you know, yes, Master Chief had those regenerating shields that allowed you to play a little bit with the strategy, but there wasn't really it wasn't like how call of duty. Really took it to the next level, and your health completely regenerated. You know, you still have to find yeah. health packs and that in uh, in Halo.
1: Yeah, which I liked. Uh, I do yeah, like that no, it was I, implemented there. Yeah. And then, isn't it from? Did they get rid of that in Halo Two and just do the regenerating thing?
0: I don't know. Were there still health packs? Me, me. No, I think you still had a health a health meter separate from shields.
1: Hmm.
0: But that would be Halo 2. Well, anyways, what I do like about Halo, what I did like about it was the level design. I liked how you would go through these corridors like a traditional first-person shooters, and then you'd get to these areas that were really big. And you can go and explore and do other things, and you could find your – like you had different paths, different ways to getting to uh, the goal. You didn't have to go down the same route. You can pat, like, you didn't have to kill everybody. You can pass guys. You can get into cars and vehicles and ships. Like, that really wasn't something that was in games before that. I remember having a GameCube and I was really jealous that there wasn't a game like Halo on the GameCube where you could do that. And I think eventually the, there was a Star Fox game that allowed you to do that where you can get on ships and that. And then, um, uh what's that other game uh beyond good and evil where you could get on the the um the boat or whatever but halo was really crazy like you could get in planes and fly around and uh kill aliens from the sky
1: and i thought that was I really liked, i never liked flipping the warthog though it <laughs> always looks silly to me
0: <laughs> well they had to do something you know if you screw like it was that or the car would just flip on its own you know well
1: they could instead of it flip the warthog it could have had a little animation like the warthog had some kind of you know jet, jet on <laughs> it that just like
0: right resettle itself well master chief know. is supposed to be really strong right so that's like, like not something a normal soldier would be able to do he's supposed to have like it super
1: silly yeah if he's strong enough to flip that he could just walk around punching all those aliens
0: that's true yeah anyways I don't know I, I really want to hear about how what made it revel- – that's what I want to hear from this podcast. They're listening to this before they record. Tell me what made it special
1: and not just how. I'm curious as to, to, to how, the how this got on. Who recommended Halo?
0: Oh, that, that's a Musty Hobbit thing. It's, it, okay, because this funny. is one
1: of those like five years ago, there's no way you would have got Halo. Okay. Well, the cartridge.
0: agreed, yeah. and um, Well, Musty and Rocket Sauce, they're taking over the show, right? The is that are.
1: public information yet?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think they announced okay. that. And so Musty really wanted Halo in there to show the the bros like, hey, look, this is a legit game and neither of them are playing it this month while <laughs> <I'm laughs> passing on it. Sean is
1: out to <laughs> sea, and Mark just doesn't care. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, welcome uh, to the club, boys. see if I can get that disc to work but if it doesn't... Um you know, I'm in no hurry to go out and replace it. Because mm. what I did instead, which may, may delay me getting back to it, is once that uh, wasn't working, I figured out oh, I got the 360 on. Might as well play some Ghostbusters. Oh, there you go. That's a much better game in my book. So that was a fun time.
0: Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, speaking of Ghostbusters, that's a, actually a good segment into uh, – that, uh, post that, uh, Deej13, Derek, uh, uh, alerted us to on, um, on Twitter after we right. did our retro film dango episode number seven. And we talked about Groundhog Day and how Harold Ramis and Bill Murray had uh, trouble while uh, making that movie. And, uh, it soured their relationship for about 20 years. Um, Harold Ramis's daughter, um, it turns out is writing a book about that very situation and i remember she announced it a while ago but now it looks like it's uh getting ready to publish it's getting ready to come out so she's doing the um publicity tour i guess to promote yeah the... I,
1: I i told you about that did you was it you yeah
0: okay sorry
1: i did all right and i told you that it it would be coming out you know around this time
0: well i forget things i don't remember everything sorry i forgot
1: as long as i get credit okay
0: well, Ramvox, the uh, sleuth that he is, the uh, ace reporter for the uh, Miami Herald, I don't know. Anyways. Fox uh news. <laughs> fake news. Anyways, this isn't fake news. This is uh, her um, take on the whole uh, situation between uh, her godfather. Apparently, Bill Murray is her godfather and her real life dad. Of course, the uh, the article is very trashy with its headline: "How the Ghostbusters' best friends became deadly enemies thanks to Groundhog Day." Harold Ramis' daughter reveals his bitter feud with Bill Murray, and how she loved to smoke weed with her dad. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> That's the title of the article. Click, 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 click. No kidding, we'll throw in everything in there. We'll throw
1: weed feud bitter enemies
0: oh. but anyways yeah that should be an interesting read
1: <laughs> yeah it's um it beyond the story of that and everything I mean it did throw me for a shocker there that Harold Ramis was this wild uh, drug addict and everything or I don't know recreational drug user I don't know but because uh, I, I can't help but always picture him as Egon and mm. Egon's demeanor yeah but, well, the, there's, but uh, more than that, it's that whole uh, – like even though I knew this thing was coming out, it's the timing of these things. The yeah, ways, I know. It's so freaky. I know. Isn't it weird? We should have been – I know it's there in, in the episodes, but – and it, the first one I know was episode two when we did Ghostbusters because that's when it was revealed that they were going to do the reboot movie. Yeah. And since then, there there have been at least a half a dozen, if not more, instances where we talk about something and it shows up in the news. Yeah, I mean, it, I it's would, so weird. Didn't when we did aliens
0: when we were covering aliens? Didn't wasn't Prometheus announced?
1: That's when the the Blom Blom Blumpkin. I don't remember that whole thing. Right. The Neil Blumpkin. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. movie was announced, and that eventually didn't go anywhere. Right. Um. Uh, there's, there's, it just so it happens it, so often. A bunch of
0: them. Yeah, it happens so often. Can't all you, those
1: uh, Fandango fans out there, <laughs> clue us in on on what they all were. Well, maybe we can use some of
0: our uh, Fandango uh, magic to get some of these reboots canceled because this looks like a terrible lineup of reboots that we need to complain <laughs> about.
1: Okay, well, here, let me, let's start way back from the beginning here. Actually, uh, let me plug something else before that. Cat uh, Max Cast is officially a go. I sat down with Steven Eider. He uh, invited me on to be the guest for the premiere episode. We talked about uh, some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, Commando and The Running Man. It's up on his YouTube channel, and he just posted the audio. So you can uh, listen to that. So thanks again, Stephen, for having me on. It was a fun time. Okay,
0: so you were just on there as a
1: guest, right? This isn't. I was on as a guest. All right, yeah, but I will be back again, hopefully. Your
0: your thoughts on movies should be a Fandango exclusive.
1: Well. Don't worry, because it's a completely different style. Uh, anyone who's about to embark on that adventure, be prepared for a lot of detail, a lot of <laughs> long, drawn-out detail. We we go see, we went scene by scene of, of what happened in those movies, and at times. I'm not going to lie. It felt like we were just reading what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing how but it was s- fun.
0: how Stephen bust chops on, on this show about the stuff that we missed, it sounds like uh, he would be very detailed and not want to miss anything. So,
1: No, it, it was a good time. It's a fun show, so I recommend everybody go give it a listen. <laughs> I think I have uh,
0: it downloaded on my phone. I think it, it was posted today, so...
1: But the reason I wanted to plug that is because uh, Stephen was also the guy who uh, showed me the Tremors trailer, that Kevin Bacon TV show mm. that apparently is going nowhere, because we heard the news about Kevin Bacon saying that the show wasn't picked up by the Sci Fi Channel, which is the the channel that basically paid them to uh, produce it. Uh, but they're not picking it up. So is, does that mean they can't shop it around? I don't know. Because Sci-Fi paid for it? so well, if Sci-Fi paid for it, then yeah. Then they probably yeah, like, can't. So they just own it and said, we're not going to do anything <sighs> yeah. with it. Okay. So that makes sense. But anyway, after that happened, Stephen posted the trailer for it, which I didn't realize was up. And I watched it and... I don't know what I was thinking, why this show would, would be a good idea, but I was really <laughs> excited for it. But I sit there and watch the trailer and just, yeah, it, it's Tremors again. It, it's just Kevin Bacon and there's Graboids and like, what do you expect? What are they possibly going to do with this show?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, it, I I don't know. It didn't look that bad to me. It looked okay.
1: It, it doesn't look bad at all. It's just a matter of... All right, you tell them the same story again, and it really just yeah. looks like everything that they've done with uh, Burt Gummer, the Michael Gross character, in all oh, the sequels. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just the same. Okay, there's more graboids. You're the old guy that dealt with them the first time.
0: You're right. Here yeah. we go. And Happy he had all adventure. the he had all the weapons, and he was ready. He was prepared. Like I saw, I remember seeing the weapons on the wall.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it really it's just the matter of. He, it's the same thing again. There's monsters under the ground. Yeah. They, did, they did it perfect with the first film. Yeah, There's yeah. really no reason for any of these. Yeah, We got a whole bunch of sequels that most of them aren't any good, but I'm still interested enough to watch them. But this is the first time that I saw a trailer for one of these uh, trailer uh, Tremor spinoffs that made me just think, yeah, this is really stupid. They They, they should not continue to do this. Well... The 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 one thing
0: I really didn't like in the trailer and the the line the one line I didn't like was when uh, Kevin Bacon said, "Um, they don't these things don't think the graboids don't think they just kill," and wasn't that the whole point of that that first movie was that they do get smarter they do learn and that was the escalating problem and that's what made that movie so good you know was that they were you know stumpy. Yeah, exactly. It's getting smarter, you Dump, know? Dumping on Stumpy. You couldn't just yeah, fool that, and, them. You had to outthink them. That
1: was the beauty of that first movie. Dang it. Then it seems like they're just erasing all of the the Burt Gummer stuff because now Val is back in perfection. Right. And suddenly these things reappear, so it, it just seems like any of the stuff that was done after the the original film, all that stuff is yeah, in it's an gone. Universe. Now. I think it's,
0: I think they said that, didn't they? Didn't they say they were taking it right from that point and carrying on from there?
1: I guess that's what they do with yeah. things now.
0: Yeah. Well, if you thought that was bad, and it was, it wasn't good. I mean, I thought it was okay, but yeah, I, I could see why it didn't get picked up. But
1: did you see the trailer for the new Magnum series? No, I heard they were doing this, and I just saw an image of the guy. I there is an official trailer. There
0: is. It is. I, you know what? Let's let, go ahead and watch it. Just watch it right okay. now. I will edit it out, and we'll come back with your your impressions of this trailer. Okay. Really let me sh- get my yeah your second set of headphones out. Get those out. <laughs> yeah, Ram Well,
1: right. wait a minute.
0: Two sets of headphones.
1: All right. I, I all right. I got to stop this. I really speechless after a second. Like, like I just I I clicked on it and I yeah. was busy getting my headphones on and I'm looking at the camera and I'm seeing like this commercial for something. Maybe like a new camera or or, or you know, some kind of technology mm-hmm. you're gonna do. Yeah. There's just some guy in outer space. Yeah. Uh, I am watching this trail yeah. this uh, commercial before the trailer. Yeah. And no, then I hear yeah. Magnum. Yeah this is the trailer this is the trailer magnum is in outer space he's in he's well just you gotta keep watching i'm two seconds in (laughs) you gotta keep going man my name is thomas sullivan magnum Oh, hang on, hang on. You know that didn't happen. What are you talking about? Thomas, this book says you jumped from space. Space? I halo jumped into North Korea. Yeah, but there were no planets involved. (laughs) When I'm not inspiring novels by best-selling author Robin Masters... I'm his live-in security consultant in Hawaii, and a private investigator with these knuckleheads. My best friends. That's Theodore Calvin, or TC, ex-Marine Corps chopper pilot. Muzo, ex-SEAL, always the overachiever. Rick, he's connected. If you want something, Rick is the man to see. And lastly, Juliet Higgins, property manager. Former British intelligence, MI6, and kind of a pain in my... (laughs) Nice Nice doggie! (laughs) (laughs) Those two hounds of hell are a lawsuit waiting to happen. They're security. Then why am I here? I'm constantly asking myself that very question. Hey, Thomas, it's me. I need
0: you to come up to my place. It's about a job. (laughs) Thomas!
1: Sebastian Nuzo is dead. Was kidnapped and murdered this morning. This is personal. Go home, Magnum. This belongs to HPD M50, not some private eye. Thomas, we're gonna get these guys, right? You bet. The guys who tortured and killed him could be ex military. How do you know this? Well, I'm a private investigator. I know you don't think I'm a very good one, but I am. I could be of assistance. You'd be breaking the law, you know. All right, so I'm like nice two dinner. minutes okay, in. This cool. is this is four minutes and sixteen seconds. Yep. Can I stop now? <laughs> you don't want to watch it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw from the director of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I'm punching out. <laughs>
0: oh man, you're gonna miss
1: it, man. They uh, the,
0: the what else? <laughs> it gets
1: I, I'm worse. Seeing generic everything. Yep. It's just the same generic. Yep. People you put in every single. Uh, middle of the road action movie. Um, here we go. We got the uh, main character who's supposed to be some uh, slick talking, younger, thinner. I don't know, over exaggerating Magnum. Mm-hmm. He's that. He's that totally bland. Tried to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. Kind of guy. Uh, you've got the. Uh, the two buddies, one of them looks like he's going to be a goofball. The other one's like the big tough guy. You got the the sexy British chick who's just wearing spandex. You got the Dobermans. I haven't seen uh, a bunch of cars, boats, just random shootings. Uh, mm.
0: No. no. Oh this is an edgy. This is an edgier version of Magnum PI, man. This oh, is not yeah. this is not your mom and dad's Magnum PI. Oh this no, a new no, Magnum. They they uh he's driving around in a new Ferrari, you know, cuz you know, he got to update it for the times. And they uh they're so edgy that they destroyed the Ferrari. So yeah, then so, so then Magnum yeah. has to go into the into the garage and he finds the old Ferrari from the 80s that Magnum uh, drove around in so he drives around in that for a little bit but this show is so edgy that they destroy that ferrari as well so you know that this magnum means business man anything oh. can happen even the ferrari can get destroyed there's real tension there
1: yeah wonder if there'll actually be characters there <laughs> no
0: and the new character that they bring in because you got rick and tc and then they got this right. new guy they kill him right in the trailer. He's dead, yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> he's dead oh I gotta go rescue him. This is personal, <laughs> it's so stupid, uh. like it's so like if you were watching this, you'd be like, you'd be thinking to yourself that guy is dead. You just know that that guy is dead because he's this new character and he wasn't in the original t v show, and they are so obviously just show it in the trailer. just why even bother? there is this story is so lame we will take all the twists and turns and put them right in the
1: trailer cuz there's and nothing everything else is just kind of like shot for shot yep. you know? you get the helicopter you got him in a canoe he's wearing the the white uniform yeah. at the end of the trailer he jumps from
0: a truck and he grabs onto TC's helicopter blade at the bottom.
1: Anytime you have a helicopter in a TV show, somebody's got to hang off.
0: Yeah, and he's hanging off of it because Magnum used to do that all the time, right? Mm. Comic book, you just make it into a comic book like the show,
1: the original show. I mean, it wasn't it I get Where it. Like Tom Selleck, does he have any? Does he have Tom, any hold on this show? Tom Selleck's he's in his 70s. is not an executive producer on this. No, is he? he's not.
0: But he's in his seventies. He can't be playing Magnum anymore. I
1: don't care. He doesn't have to. He already did.
0: <laughs> right, I know. They. Sh- <laughs> we say this all the time. Just make something new. Make this something new, and nobody. Well, that's a problem. Is nobody would care, right? So they uh, take the Magnum name, and just do this crap with it.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It's going to go for like three seasons, and, and then it'll disappear, and nobody will remember it. Yeah. The, it's like that, that, uh, that, that Lethal Weapon show, right? I think that's doing okay. I heard about that, and it's it's going in for a third season, Yeah, uh, even though they're firing uh, rigs. Oh, really? Uh, the guy who's playing? Yeah, the main actor yeah. who plays Riggs. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's uh, some kind of wacko behind the scenes, self-destructive type. I don't know if it's drinking or drugs or just, you know, mouthing off or whatever, but he got fired. Hmm. Uh, and now they're replacing him with another actor.
0: Uh, and they brought back Hawaii 5 a few years ago, and that's been doing well. It's still on. Yeah, I, you know about that. So it does work. Yeah. Like for, I don't know if the shows are any good. I don't watch them, but I don't know. This Magnum uh, one
1: just looks so bad. It looks terrible.
0: Ter- so what's but, next?
1: What's what's the next TV show from the eighties they're gonna bring back? Well, they already did the eighties. Hawaii Five O.
0: They do the eighties. Well, the uh, the movie,
1: right? It was a movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I don't know if you can bring back a TV show after you do the movie. Maybe you can. I don't know. Manimal.
1: They've... They've redone Knight Rider a few, a few times.
0: times. Yeah. What about Manimal? <laughs> bring that Manimal? back.
1: Remember that? <laughs> I want to see Matlock. Can they bring back Matlock? They probably I really could. Want to see Matlock as like a twenty-seven-year-old uh, with sunglasses. Oh, they'll do it. They will so uh, do
0: it, and he'll be like the know-it-all. It'll be like one of those know-it-all shows, like House.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it the Mentalist? The yeah yeah all those black blacklist kind of guys. Yeah. We're calling it right now. Uh, the, Matlock the coming back guy with one suit oh. who's always eating hot dogs.
0: <laughs> Man,
1: well, that was yeah, that was a great show. Of course, my grandfather watched it all the time. Oh yeah, that uh, was good.
0: So speaking of guys in their seventies uh, trying to bring <laughs> back series, what what do you got on Rambo Five?
1: Yeah, well, big shout out to Rocket Sauce for keeping up on this stuff because I, I got the, like official confirmation of these things through his tweets. Uh, yeah, Rambo 5 is set for coming out fall 2019. It's uh, basically there was an idea for Rambo to go down to Mexico. I think that was like one of the ideas for doing Rambo 4. And. They're, go- right. they're doing it. Rambo 5. There was the whole thing of they're going to reboot it. They're going to make a Rambo TV show. Stallone is hanging up the bandana, and there's going to be somebody else coming it in and doing son. Like this magnum. VI. Wasn't his son? Son, son of, of Rambo. Rambo? Yeah. Brother of Rambo. <laughs> Rambo Jr., whatever you want to call it. Uh, but no, now for some reason, Stallone is back on board. He wants to do Rambo again. And as you've written here, let's remind everybody. He's seventy-two years old. Well,
0: he he will be seventy-two on July 6th. So when they film this thing, he will be seventy-two years old. So what will be? What's the plot around this one? Uh, it's, you know, someone's stealing the colostomy bags out of the old age home, and he's got to go in and <laughs> break <for, laughs> them up.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best if Rambo's in an old age home, and then uh, you know, there's some, uh, you know, what are those? Um, Ah, oh, what an I, I don't know, a nurse's aide or something is just running around causing trouble. Rambo's <laughs> got to pull a knife. Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, it's because it, you know what? It sounds unbelievable. Now it has been what ten years since Rambo Four, yeah, something like that, yeah. So that worked really well. It did. That turned out well. Yeah.
0: I like so I have
1: it. some faith that there there could be something to this. But I mean, he he was gravelly in Rambo four and he didn't move much. No, you know, he covered up. Granted, Stallone is in great shape. You know, you see recent pictures of him for 70, 71 years old. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. But as far as running around the jungle and uh i don't know i suppose you you shoot it just right you edit it just right i get i guess but i i just
0: i don't know why is this necessary to do another i don't know, I don't know. it might be good he wants to
1: yeah. maybe he just wants to keep his name in the papers he's I not guess. ready to go out yet
0: it's just 72 what what do you have left to say like i i like what they did with the rocky series and he. They're turning it over to, you know, Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed's son, and he's he's more the the Mickey character in, in the in these newer movies. I like that. So if they do something like that, that would be...
1: They might. They might have another character there who's the younger guy who's going to, you know, carry the weight of the movie. Yeah. And Stallone just guides him and, you know, gives him some Rambo training. Uh,
0: he's got to become the Richard krenna character, you know? He's got to be the guy who...
1: Had some, yeah, that, that's probably yeah. you, you're probably hitting it right on the head that's it's the obvious thing to do and that's the formula that worked for him for rocky yeah and he just like and he he'll just, do like yeah. uh, keeping his name in the papers it's, a, it's yeah. a
0: formula that's working for the roseanne reboot you know they pre, they're not trying to do what they did in the early 90s they're just they're the characters have moved on you know they so I, that's that's what they got to do hopefully that's what mm. they do Hmm. So
1: yeah, Rambo, yep. uh Bill and Ted. Yeah. Bill and Ted face the music. Sounds like that's actually going forward now. I, I've been buzz about that for twenty years, whatever, I don't know. But I've always wanted it. I always thought it would be fun to have another one. Now that it's actually happening, I'm starting to worry. Aren't they too old to be Bill and Ted? Doesn't it just
0: kinda of no, feel like not. Dumb and Dumber they're, Two? They're not. <laughs> Or is it three or which how many dumb and dumbers came out?
1: Um, I think they could still do something fun, but at the same time, for me, Bill and Ted, one and two are good. They're Mm. good right where they are. Yeah. You know, it it they left it on a high note at the end of the first one where it was like, hey, that could be it. They made another one and somehow they kept it fresh. You know, they didn't just recycle the phone booth idea. They did something else with the afterlife. And then that ended on a good spot. And I felt like, hey, that's a nice ending. There's only so far you can stretch it. It's been a long time. I'm a little worried, but at the same time, mm, kind of interested. Mm. Well, let's see. I, I don't know.
0: I, I haven't watched two in a, in a hell of a long time. I really should rewatch those movies
1: again. They're both good. Yeah, They're both good. Um, I saw this one on there, Halloween. Um, I'm not really interested, but I thought it was interesting that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back mm. for, for Halloween again. And it's been, how, how old is this one?
0: 79, 40, for 40 years? years. Yeah, getting on 40 years. Jeez, <laughs> wow well halloween like they've already done that didn't they remake it already with um didn't um rob zombie do a halloween
1: yeah he did but i guess that one didn't catch didn't, so
0: that one doesn't count
1: well th- that's what this is doing they're, they're erasing everything <laughs> this, is another, this is direct after the first one
0: so Halloween two to Halloween H two O they don't uh, they all don't forget count those. None, none forget of it. those remember that Halloween H two O because uh, <laughs> it was the 20, 20th anniversary H two O that was good uh, that's hilarious yeah, yeah. I've i still only have seen I saw the first Halloween and I saw the Rob Zombie one and honestly I wasn't that much of a fan of either of them
1: I saw the first one a long time ago and. I couldn't tell you what happened. I enjoyed um,
0: um the um uh, the other one, Friday the 13th. I enjoyed that one a lot more than Halloween. And I know Halloween's like the originator of the slasher, you know, but to me it was just boring.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll say this though, the from the photos they show, Jamie Lee Curtis still got her figure yes a little later
0: yeah. there you go how old is she now Very she's got to be she's got to be up there
1: 60s mid 60s got to be
0: let's type it Jamie Lee Curtis mid 60 sounds right oh don't make me do the math she was born in 1958 so she's 59 years old oh wow yeah well she will be 60 on november 22nd. Oh. So there you go. Is
1: that still in okay, your how wheelhouse? Old- um, <laughs> how old was she when she did trading places?
0: Oh, that was soon after Halloween. That was early 80s, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, 15. she was probably so 25-ish. Late, 20, 25.
1: Mm-hmm. 30-ish? Oh, oh, math, man. Yeah. Forget math. We don't do math oh. on this show. No. But you do Google Jamie Lee Curtis for trading places.
0: Yeah. Well, just make sure you're uh, you're at home and you're
1: not at work. Right. Keep it safe. All right. Yes. Uh, and then this one. This one blew me away. They're actually contemplating doing a Lethal Weapon 5. Sure. Dick Donner. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover. Danny Glover coming was back too back. old for this shit in the 80s. <laughs> and he's coming back <laughs> yeah, he's in so 2019. My, the reason I wanted to put this in here. What? How, <laughs> you want to talk about old people? Come on. Ser- you, seriously, though. Yeah. How old is Danny Glover? Uh, he's got to be up there, too, right? Let's see. Danny Glover
0: is 71.
1: So he's up there. Oh yeah. God. Man. Crazy. What, what could they possibly do? It, it, I don't no, know I think this one is still in the. They want to do it, but absolutely nothing has been given a green light yet. So I don't think they're. I don't think they should. I don't think so. They definitely shouldn't. <laughs> I really don't think they. You
0: know, I just watched are. the movie with Danny Glover in it uh, not too long ago. I can't remember the name of it, but I had Sally Field and Danny Glover and Sally Field had this um uh farm and her her husband was the sheriff of this town it takes place in the 20s and her husband dies in the line of duty and you know in those days there was no insurance or anything like that so she in order she had to keep her farm and she takes on this, this uh, Danny Glover to help her grow cotton and it was good it was a good movie i really enjoyed it places in the heart that's it that's the one yeah never seen it before but that's the one where she never heard of she it. went to she, when she wins the academy award she and she's like you like me you really like me that was the, oh, the movie that she won the award for cool. there you go okay it was good i recommend that one reboot that we don't have on here that i just remembered about too is uh, murphy brown They're bringing that back
1: Yeah. Murphy Brown with the original cast. Everybody, I I saw everyone
0: except for Jim. Jim wasn't there. Is he still alive? I think so. That's a good question. Let's see. (laughs) Let's see. How old is Jim? I don't know. I don't even know his real name. Jim from Murphy Brown. We should just rename this Jim Dial. That was it. We should rename the show... Kevin and Richard Google things. He is 81 years old. So he is probably, his name is Charles Kimbrough. And he is probably not in the mood to do a a reboot of Murphy Brown at 81.
1: Are they bringing back Miles? Because he left towards the end.
0: No, he's coming back.
1: Hey, you know one question I got for you? Aside from the fact that bringing back Murphy Brown is probably not a good idea either, it actually um, it
0: actually just it doesn't look too bad because it looked from the trailer they all left FYI the the thing that they ran the show right. that they were on and they they look like they're doing this um, sixty minutes kind of show to combat fake news where they really go into showing their sources and that it looks like it's pretty it it's an idea that could work. Huh? Yeah.
1: Anyways. I don't know. It it just sounds dumb that like the whole team would, would still be together. Well, look at look at 60 minutes.
0: I mean, Man. pretty much. You had Leslie Stahl and uh Mike Wallace and um Morley Safer, like they they were on that show for 40 years together.
1: 50 yeah. almost. Well, well, you can tell this is only happening because we're in the Donald Trump era right now. Yeah. This is the perfect sitcom actually to bring back for yeah. that sort of a thing,
0: well, because th- that show too it was always they were always fighting with the bushes, right that whole Dan Quayle thing and everything mm-hmm. like because she yeah. was a single mom on t v so I don't know good work I'm looking Are forward they bringing to it. back the painter was his name Elvin he committed suicide, the actor that I played that really, yeah, I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, wait hold on, I know he died Hang on
1: let's look this up let's see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Elton from Murphy Eldon. Oh, it was Eldon, not Elton. Eldon.
1: Yeah, Robert. Was found dead on Monday. Drug overdose. Oh, okay. Forty-nine.
0: Well, that's kind
1: of a suicide. Robert Pastorelli. Yeah.
0: Drug overdose.
1: Okay, so I was a little off on the whole suicide thing, but yeah, he did die. Hey, you know who else died of a drug overdose? Mark from Roseanne.
0: <laughs> he did. Yeah, that's right. And that's why he's not on yeah, the so new show. So I,
1: I do have a question about Roseanne. What okay. are they doing with Becky? Which actress are they using? The original actress. The,
0: so that's Sarah Chalk that came in. She was only intended to come in for that one season. Um, the, I, can't, I don't know the original actress's name, but she needed to leave for a year to uh, go to school, to do some schooling thing, to get some sort of degree. And something mm-hmm. so they let her leave for that year replaced her with the other actress for that one year and then she came back and played that character until the end of the show once she got her her school and papers
1: right yeah. right I do remember that so I remember seeing publicity photos for this reboot and they had both Becky's there was that just for photos? no they not using her on the show
0: I I thought I talked about this last time but you might have been sleeping you might have been tired um it's, they brought both of them back and they did it in a clever way where the original, the original actress was playing Becky and she needed money. Um, so she was looking at becoming a surrogate mother and the surrogate mother was looking for someone that looked like, uh, herself because she was using the eggs as well, wasn't just using the, the womb. So she wanted someone that looked like her. So Sarah Chalk played that surrogate mother or the, you know, the one mother that was looking for a surrogate mother.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I think I explained that right? <laughs> I, I I might have been asleep for all that. Yeah, but it was so kind of it was so just, she was just there for that one uh one episode. A few of. episodes, like three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: came, came in and out kind of thing.
1: Because right, I actually I actually preferred her to the original Becky. Well,
0: she, you know, she got the that spot on Scrubs. You know, yeah, for being on Roseanne, so it all worked out for everybody. Everybody's good. Well, and okay. I, and I tell, t- like, the original actress, just, just this last week's episode was really good. She was, um, they, they really, uh, expanded on those characters really well. Her and, uh, Sarah Gilbert, you know, and it's great. I like how in that show, how the, the siblings really, um, are always at each other kind of thing. Cause that's, I don't know. That's my experience with with my sister, you know, mm-hmm. just always busting each other's chops or whatever.
1: We love each other, but
0: you know, we bust chops.
1: Anyways. That's what you do. Yeah. Any other stupid reboots? (laughs) That's
0: all that uh, comes to mind. Uh, There's a lot. Way too many.
1: I'm sure there'll be five more announced by next week. Probably. All right. Um,
0: Give us an Arrested Development update. I'm ready for one.
1: Unfortunately, I don't have too much to say. Mm. Um, I was watching it, and I was really um, going along there at a good pace. But then I had to watch some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, so that, that took up my time. <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm – I'm towards the end of the first season. Uh, I'm still – I still got a bit to go. I'll just say this. God bless Carl Weathers. Oh, yes. He's good. <laughs> um, fantastic uh, character. Um, never nudes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what else? I don't know. There's so much going on. I, I think I hit one episode about a little bit – about a third of the way through. I hit one episode that I felt this isn't as good as the other ones were, mm. and it, it kind of took me down a step. It, it wasn't bad in any way, but it just – it for whatever reason, it didn't deliver the way the others had, and it just – was like, oh, okay, oh. Well, I'll keep watching. And from the next episode, it was like, bam, right back right up back. there again. So, you, uh, the the got, low points on this show so far are are still so high.
0: Yeah, you know? Have you got to Mrs. Featherbottom yet?
1: No. Okay, I've said no. too much. I I, I will. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much I know. because every time <laughs> that something new comes up, it's great. Yeah, I said that uh, thing. I'll, for, erase that from we your We did memory. have the episode uh, with Kitty, the secretary, mm-hmm. who uh, came back with a augmentation. Yes, and the augmentation was so <laughs> so clever. Which I didn't. I didn't at first. It's just a visual thing, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, something's off right there." Yeah, <laughs> but then after a while, I realized it was a perfect play on how her eyes are crossed. Right and it mimics the the direction it's it's, they're thinking on so many levels here it's great Uh. there was one episode where uh they start out with this little side story about how buster was once scared by a sheep Mm -hmm. in a photo booth yes and then the rest of the episode very very smartly brings that back in 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 a hilarious way. And I I don't want to say any more just because if there is somebody out there that hasn't seen this, it's absolutely worth experiencing it. I I don't want to hear anything. (laughs) I I just want to constantly praise this show and how brilliant it was. It's good.
0: Great. Well, that's good. Glad you're still enjoying it. I don't think at this point now there's anything really the show could do. uh, I mean – yeah, right. Right till the end of the third season, it was all gold for me, anyways. Mm. All right, are you still with uh, us? Or how are you doing? Are you hanging in there? I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. Got my tea. All, all right,
1: still got a, a third of a cup here. All right. Um,
0: what you well, What you got? I went to see Sloan on Saturday night. It's a great uh, Canadian rock and roll band. Have you ever heard of Sloan?
1: Uh pardon me while I do a little googling here. <laughs> Uh, it's fine if you haven't. I'm not
0: sure if they are big in the states at all. I know they do some touring in the states, so they they must be popular on some level. But uh, yeah, we drove out uh, to the Key to Bala, which is about a two-hour drive uh, from my place. And I love uh seeing shows in this place in this venue because it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a bar slash club feeling into it. Like it's it's big enough to have enough people in it, but it's also you can get a table and sit down, so it's kind of like the best place to see a band is in a club, you know way better than any sort of arena, like an arena rock it's a, but in a club that is the best place, and this kind of has just enough of of both it's big enough to have a lot of people, but small enough to be quaint and you can sit down and and have a beer while you're watching the watching the show and they put on a great show uh it went on. Later than I thought, uh, I thought the, uh, show would start at nine o'clock, but it turns out the doors opened at nine o'clock. So we didn't get out of there until 10 to one a.m. And we had a two hour uh, drive.
1: <laughs> so, you a little grumpy towards the end there? Uh, I, w-
0: I was saying I should have got a hotel room in uh, Gravenhurst, which is about, you know, just a few minutes away, should have stayed overnight. But still had a good time and I definitely would uh, go see them again. And I was able to get a copy of their new album, which I had been looking for and it had been sold out everywhere. So I was finally able to get not only uh, a vinyl copy, but a, a US print that is clear purple vinyl, trans- transparent purple vinyl. It's very cool.
1: Trust me. Very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool you're uh, really enjoying that aren't you?
0: i am i'm loving the nerd crew and that uh, <laughs> last episode was something else
1: just explain to me what yeah. what power pop is power
0: is that what they're labeled as town is a
1: toronto-based rock power pop quartet
0: no clue what power pop is i don't i don't like Labels. I hate them. I don't like labels on, on, like, you're just rock.
1: Like I put- I found it, there are so many yeah, subgenres of music. It's stupid. To I t- the point that I just cannot understand it. I tell you, the worst one,
0: and I know people don't remember this, or they don't, it's alternative. Alternative rock is the dumbest name for any sort of music. Nothing is alternative. It's just, it was just rock music. It was 90s rock music. And it was, uh, something that, some you know music label um the music industry, they decided like they just needed a a way to label all this music that they were playing on radio stations and a way to bring them all together like when the when the red hot chili peppers started, there was no alternative music like nobody had that term, nobody said these guys are alternative; they were just the red hot chili peppers. And at some point, someone said we need to label, we need to put these guys somewhere. So they just labeled them as alternative, so they can play them on their alternative rock stations, you know, because there was grunge and all, all sorts of different types of music. But it was just really '90s rock music. It was just music from the time in the '90s. Anyways, rant over. I hate that term, alternative. Yeah. I don't like labeling bands with that stuff. They're just Sloan. They sound like Sloan. They're a rock band.
1: You know what I like doing? What do you like doing? Building shelves.
0: How is the shelf building going? I saw you had like extra uh, uh, braces. Like you did the reverse bracket thing, which that—that's crazy I, talk.
1: Yeah, I was having fun. I didn't want to put ugly metal brackets on the walls. So I figured, how can I do this just using the wood? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically, I built the shelf and then I. I built supports that go up over it, yeah. so that I could, uh, you know, extend it from the top. Because that way, those supports also work as bookends.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. So uh, I got it up here over my piano, and it's only half filled with uh, files and stuff. It's a file shelf, mm. which I did point out to my wife that my laser discs fit very nicely on there. <laughs> she said that's great. Please put the files up there. <laughs> um, so half of them are up there and the other half of the files are still over the floor. But baby steps. Yeah. Getting this room together. That's cool. The next project is uh, I am going to attempt to build uh, a little shelf that I can put under my Trinitron because I've got it on this TV stand, but mm-hmm. it's a little low. I've always hated that it's it's just a little too short. Mm. I, always, I want it to be up about, I don't know, half a foot higher.
0: Yeah,
1: And that way, I, the plan is to lift it up a little bit and also make a space that I can put my LaserDisc player under the television instead of on the desk that I'm using right now so I can free up some space. So stay tuned.
0: All right. Things are happening yeah. on the shelf it's cast fun, underground.
1: I, I spend a lot more time building things now than I do playing games and stuff. So I'm growing up. For now.
0: For now. Yeah. Once the shelves are built, yeah. then you'll be back to it. Back to your toys. Yeah, I do have some cool toys. Uh, All right. Is it time to uh, fluff the fan dangle or film dangle? Yes. Yeah, because uh, I
1: have been keeping away from the poll. I have no idea. I didn't vote. You didn't? I didn't want to see the results. Uh. No, I didn't want to sway the vote in any way. I wanted to let the people talk. Oh, well, I did. <laughs> I
0: threw my vote in there. <laughs> and I was supposed to make it a week, and I accidentally – I guess I only made it a day. So sorry.
1: Oh, okay. I screwed so up. Done.
0: Yeah, it's done. It's done already. And we got we got 23 votes in there. Um and it looks like car chase has won by 48%. I got 48% of the vote. So the next film dango will be car chase, a car chase episode. Hey, and we already picked the movies, didn't we? Um what did we pick? We picked we had French Connection, Bullet, and I think the third one we had some ideas written down we had born identity italian job mad max Smokey and the bandit and ronin were the ones we wrote down or i wrote down anyways
1: i wrote them down too but i you know i'm technologically savvy guy they're they're in word documents somewhere
0: (laughs) sure (laughs) i believe that uh i just bought Smokey and the bandit have you ever seen that that
1: have uh, no i have the three of those movies there
0: were three yes yeah. the drop in quality after the first one is a uh, cliff size <laughs> it is really bad really like the i don't like the sequels at all they are awful uh but the first one that's a fun movie Okay. So, what,
1: what were the rest of the numbers on the poll like? Car chases got forty-eight percent. What were the cops and the fedoras?
0: Cops and crime was seventeen percent, and trench coats and fedoras got thirty-five percent.
1: Ooh, nobody's into the cops. Huh?
0: Mm. Uh, so, I what were we talking about? Yeah, the third movie. What should we do? <laughs> Sorry, French Connection, Bullet, and then. Smoking the band would give it would make it fun make a fun one because the other two are somewhat heavy. Hmm.
1: Is this the one we were thinking we would do, like a generational thing? I forget which which one we talked about doing that. Take like a really old movie hmm. and then a kind of old movie and then a fairly recent movie. Maybe I can't remember. Uh, are we going to have to do another poll?
0: <laughs> no. Let's just make a decision. Uh, okay, let's just do Smoking the Bandit. That'd be fun. What do you say?
1: All right, I'm all down right. for it. Right. Uh French Connection, Bullet, Smoking the Bandit.
0: Yeah. Let's just do that.
1: Cuz I have I have all three of these movies.
0: Although Bullet is just on my PVR. But I'll watch it again on there. So there. Cool. Uh, so then after we got, so we'll do the other two at some point. We'll do cop drama and fedoras and trench coats.
1: And Uh, and then there was a little chatter on Twitter about other possible episodes here. Um, doing a Robin Williams episode. I don't think that came up out of some Aladdin reference.
0: Yeah. I think Derek mentioned Aladdin for some reason. I can't remember why. And uh, I said I had mentioned I had never seen it. And then he suggested the movie Titan AE, which is another movie I hadn't seen.
1: I know of it, but I've not seen that either. Yeah,
0: I just I know the title. And I remember it coming out and it was weird that there was a 2D animated film coming out when everything was 3D.
1: I think it was weird because I saw a teaser trailer for it. And it said it was coming out like two years later. Really? Yeah. It was just – they announced it very early. Um, but anyway, this spun off into the other idea of doing an animation episode. Yeah. Which I can't imagine you're the kind of guy that sits around watching cartoon movies other than Pixar, of course.
0: Well, Pixar is great. And I do have um, – I just picked up Iron Giant, which is another – it's a Bill Bird. Film, who was involved? With I've the always Simpsons. wanted
1: to see that. Actually, uh,
0: it's not. it's pretty good, pretty good. So, I've heard
1: it's really good. Oh, so you've already indulged?
0: I, I've seen it like before. That's why I picked it up. It was on sale. Uh, they just they just released it on Blu-ray a few months ago, and it uh, came up on sale, so I picked it up. Mm. So, um, okay. yeah, an animation episode. I'm open. I'm open to it, uh, and I'm open to Robin Williams. I was kind of um. Now that enough time has passed, I can I think I can freely say this now. I was kind of surprised at the amount of admiration Robin Williams got when he passed away. I was really I I didn't realize how beloved of a person he was. I uh, I just I've always had like thought of Robin Williams as just Robin Williams like he just I don't know, I never really he wasn't like my top 10 guys or anything like that. You know, like,
1: nah yeah, I I wouldn't put him in that category either, but a lot of people do love that guy. Um, they love his work. Yeah. Some people hate him, uh and think he's just you know, he's always doing the same shtick every single performance. Um I don't know. I, I could see why the the industry loved him. He made a lot of money, he yeah. was a, a funny guy and he seemed to get along with a lot of people. So he was, you know, one of those just one of those guys that was Everybody loved them.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I I liked uh, like I grew up on Mork and Mindy, so I, I liked them on that show. I, I loved that show when I was a kid. Um, but then when it came to his movies, outside of I really liked Good Morning Vietnam. That's that was a really good movie. But other than that, Mrs. Doubtfire was kind of cute. But again, it was one of those movies where someone's wearing a mask. And it's kind of frustrating <laughs> that like nobody can see, like this is your dad. He's your dad. You can tell it's your dad. Give me that mask isn't that good. It just, it's really hard for me to get past that. It angers me. Um, but it's a cute movie. I, I'm not going to deny that it's not good or say it's not good. It's just that thing bothers me. Um, and then outside of that, I can't really think of a really good Robin Williams movie. I tried watching yeah. Popeye. Oh, I did not like Popeye even as a kid I didn't like that movie
1: oh as a kid I loved it I haven't mm. seen it in the longest time but
0: I I, didn't, I always I, enjoyed that no wasn't a fan it's a musical too Um, I remember Cadillac was it Cadillac Man where he plays a car salesman I thought that one was okay
1: is it that one Robin Williams movies um,
0: um, and then like the one where he was a doctor and he was a kid doctor I didn't like that one that one just seemed creepy to me the one where he plays a kid, like he's an adult as a kid, Jack. Yeah,
1: he one, Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not arguing it on you on your hair. He's got a lot of dumb movies. Um, like maybe I
0: just have seen only the dumb movies. I remember watching RV. I watched that at work.
1: I, you know what, I've seen that too.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Like, Why am I watching this? <laughs>
1: um, Hook.
0: Yeah, I, did, I never I, I don't think I've ever seen that all the way through. I know Books people. It's a fifty
1: fifty movie. there's there's a lot of promise to it, but mm. it's also kind of why am I watching this? Mm. Um, I don't know. Jeez. Maybe. Oh what's that um the one the one he won the Oscar for? The uh, the Matt Damon Oh, Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
0: that movie is it. A-
1: yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, it was. A... <laughs>
0: it's kind of pretentious.
1: Okay, oh, so why don't we just scrap this whole?
0: thing uh, Goodwill. No, uh, what's that? The the, um, the one where he's a teacher with all the kids. People go on about that one. I've never seen that one. It's got three teacher words. It's like three words. Poets society. That's it right there. Never seen that one. So maybe that's it. I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe we he, should... did, he did some movie with De Niro where he was a doctor some kind of serious film.
0: Yeah, yeah, Insomnia? Was that, that wasn't De Niro though. That was um
1: No, that that was like he's a crazy killer. Right. That in um One Hour Photo. Yeah. He did a couple of He's done a lot of
0: movies, huh? Yeah, yes, yeah. Maybe we should get some suggestions from the listeners maybe they can or google
1: us, i can google it right now
0: now nah, let's get some suggestions from the listeners and let them uh give us some suggestions on some robin williams movies and if we can find three maybe we can do a robin williams episode what oh, do you say this
1: was awful what dreams may come never seen it God, it's garbage. that
0: was the robert de niro one what no it, awakening that was the robert de niro one
1: yeah right yeah yeah is that good uh, I've not seen it me neither I, I remember one scene where they're drawing um they're drawing tiles on the floor oh, you remember Flubber?
0: oh yeah Flubber My was centennial bad. man yeah, that was bad too. see that's what i mean i i did, i never like he was just oh toys oh and maybe we've maybe we' just seen all the bad ones I don't know
1: okay here this is one I think you've mentioned before the bird cage,
0: oh yeah, that, he was good in that, yeah, that was pretty good. But that wasn't really so, a, a Robin Williams movie. He was just in
1: it. It was more of a Nathan Lane movie. Oh, you know what? This one I want to see. World's Greatest Dad. I've heard good things about that.
0: Never seen it. Never even heard of it.
1: Uh, and there I was, can't even remember what it's about. But I remember hearing a lot of good things about
0: it. I remember there was that one movie he did with Billy Crystal. There were two, they were both dads. They were fighting over yeah. their son or something. That was terrible. He was in AI, <sighs> I guess. I really He's don't a remember. Cameo. Uh.
1: The Night Listener. When did when did he make all those movies? All right. I, I think Father's is, Day. I think Billy Crystal. That was the one. Yeah. Death or, to Smoochie. Death. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. See, dumb movies. Don't get it.
0: Alright, I think uh, we're boring everyone. We're just looking at looking up stuff. Let's move on. So, yeah, give us your suggestions for Robin Williams uh, movies. If we can find three, maybe we'll do a Robin Williams episode. I think an animation episode would be good with um, Aladdin, which I've never seen. Why? Uh, Iron well, Giant. Why Aladdin? I don't know. That's the one that the, they were going they were talking about.
1: That, that would go in the Robin Williams category.
0: Should it go in Robin Williams or animation? Tough call. Uh, well, I can only th- Iron Giant's really the only animated movie I can recommend
1: outside of a Pixar. Well, they, film. I imagine Iron Giant is a much different tone than a your standard Disney musical. Oh, it's there's it's not a Disney, Disney musical. Movie. No. Yeah, so that's why I mean. If we would go animation, we can find some really fun animation instead of just doing the like a Disney block.
0: Mm, okay. Sure.
1: I mean, uh, granted, I, I think Aladdin is a decent uh, Disney movie. But uh, if you're doing Iron Giants, that sounds more like. Uh, like what? You, know, you could do some of those like Batman animated movies or.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, there was the the one with Mr. Freeze.
1: Yep. There's, there's a decent uh, Batman Superman crossover. Hmm. Mask of the Phantasm. All right this is more of oh, for- a uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker
0: okay I, this, I i have a feeling this is like super boring for people we are boring the pants off them this is not. No, 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 this is not no, 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 uh, podcast of the year material. We need to move on and just. We need to wrap up the show. That's it. We're done. But listing things is fun. We'll do it after off air. So let's just take everyone. People do in their spare time. I they know make lists of all the things they own. I know, and it's boring. If I was listening to it, <laughs> I'd be so frustrated right now. Alright, so uh, thank you everyone they for listening to Retro Fandango. They
1: bought things and how much they paid for them.
0: Follow Retro Fandango <laughs> on Twitter at they Retro underscore Fandango. Uh, give us some ratings on iTunes. It helps uh, people who don't know the show and want to hear lists being listed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, that because that's where we're about now. And, uh, check out the forums. Forget that Discord. It is garbage. Stay away from that. Go to the forums. The ones that, the forums that Dean built up from the ground up. And, uh, bare hands. Yeah, and give us a comment over there. Um, you guys have been great with the comments. So keep them coming. That's at cartridgeclub.org. www.cartridgeclub.org. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then that's something we got to talk about after we wrap up this show. Oh, and don't forget to check out BuriedOnMars.wordpress.com for a review of the new Sloan album and a link to Sarah's review of our show, the the show that we went to, The Sloan Show at the Key to Bala. There you go. How's that for some plugging?
1: WordPress.com,
0: you say? BuriedOnMars.wordpress.com. Okay. All right. The whole 15 of you that ch- that are constant readers, I really appreciate it. I need more. Dang it. Okay, now Richard is just reading the internet, so we are done. All right, thank you for listening, everybody.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.